11 minutes past 8, John in for Stephen. Good morning to you. The Department of Health is concerned over the growing rate of teenage pregnancies. I told you earlier, 145 teenagers gave birth in public hospitals on Christmas Day alone. Dr. Simogaseni Dlomo is the Deputy Minister of Health. Doctor, thank you very much for joining us. Do we know of those 145 teenagers that gave birth in just one day, how many of those were under 16? Mm, I would not have the statistics right now because that is across all provinces, John. Uh, but the way, I mean, I remember the MEC of, of Limpopo spoke about a 14-year-old and another one of KZN also. So there's probably a couple of them uh, in that 145 that's probably close to more than 30. I wouldn't really know. I don't have okay. that ball figure right now. Because yeah. that's that's one of the many worries that we have from teenagers giving birth, right, is, is under 16, statutory rape. Yes, this question is a, is a debate, John, that we need to actually complete and agree, because uh, why is it happening? <clears throat> I was actually saying to another uh, journalist, if you visit schools and actually give sanitary pads to this high school, to this primary school, and the, the girls who receive it, you are actually saying to that young girl, You'll have menses this month because there was an egg that was waiting for a sperm. It didn't come. Hence, this is why you didn't fall pregnant. And that's why you are on menses. But the commonest cause, the commonest cause of no menses on any young person who has started having menses is not a disease. It's pregnancy. Now, <laughs> that information, if you want to share in, in primary school, in high schools, the school governing bodies and parents will tell you, no, 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 don't talk about these issues in our schools because uh, we, our teenagers, our girls are not, and our boys are not at that stage yet. You don't give them this information and therefore you observe and see. We do have school nurses going all over primary and high schools, but there are certain things we are not actually talking to. Give them dental care hygiene, eye care services, hearing aid services. That is why many children otherwise were not able to do well because they were nobody picked up that they were having a hearing problem. We mm. did do school nurses. Now they are doing well because we had to advise, let them sit in the front of the class. They didn't get that service from the clinic. They got it from the school health nurses. But the school health nurses, we are prescribed how much to share with these young people on issues of sexuality because... All of our school governing bodies, parents, we think it's too early to talk about these issues. And yet there is teenage pregnancy in high schools. Is there sex education in LO, which every scholar goes through? There is, but the, the curriculum, I, I'm sure if you were to, if you, this interview were holding it with the Minister of uh, Basic Education, yeah. Mama Njim Mutsecha, she will tell you how much bashing she gets mm. when you want to expand that knowledge sharing information with the students, with the learners. Uh, don't talk about this. Don't go too far. We're not really going to be wanting to distribute condoms in schools. No, we are not yet there. We're not yet. Why not? But we want to share. Obviously, no, obviously school too, kids are having sex. There are teenagers no, who are falling far. pregnant. Rather, that's too far. The starting point is to say, my young girl, you are actually... Uh, now at a stage where yes. at a high risk of falling pregnant. Yeah. And uh, these are the things that we need to do and talk to about. The rest of the things, go and find it in the clinic. We won't bring it into the clinics, into the schools. But all I'm saying, there's a limitation even on the amount of in on the knowledge mm. that we must share from our school health nurses. If we can expand that, but 
I mean, that is a discussion. You know, during COVID, John, we did not have, we had a, a booming number of teenage pregnancies when schools were closed. So the Minister of Education is correct. The, the teenage pregnancy is not taking place in schools because the schools were closed, but uh, there was so much teenage pregnancy. We have statistics because we are health and we can tell, but the basic problem is societal. We need to agree a society led by school governing bodies, parents, to say, let's have this as an agenda item and talk about it and find solutions as a society, not leave it to health or education. Because some of the suggestions we make, they really don't go down very well. We want to believe that my 16-year-old is really not doing anything at school. She's really there for school only. My 15-year-old is not doing anything. Why do you bring this information to my child? Now, those are things that we need to grapple with. Uh, Doc, we're going to go to Shuri in a second, but you know, some some things the Department of Health have done didn't go down well with smokers, and yet those laws were shoved through. Some things the Department of Health have done about alcohol haven't been liked. This is what this is a crisis. I wish I could. I, I wish I could say we have done enough on more on issues of tobacco and issues exactly. of uh, alcohol. We have not done enough. We haven't really. Look, let, let me just not point fingers at the, across the the, the 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 river. Let me just say, uh, John. Part of it is also our attitudes as healthcare workers and prejudices. Uh, where this forty, this sixteen-year-old want to say, I want to finish my metric in two years' time without falling pregnant. Please help me. And then, therefore, we have had some attitudes amongst us. That is why we have now created what we call a youth zones, where we have one thousand eight hundred in the country wide, where there is a nurse who is youth user friendly, trained to be non-judgmental and have a cordial discussion with the young people. Because it's it's a responsible young person who's fifteen years old to say, I'm here in this clinic. Help me. I don't want to fall pregnant. I want to finish my metric. What do I do? I'm already sexually active. We need to assist and not judge. And therefore, we want to expand those services countrywide so that the young people can really have a, a freedom of speech in clinics confidentially with a nurse trained to be youth user friendly. Uh, Shura is in Durban. Hello, Shura. Go ahead. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, oh, I think we're going to get cut off. Teenage pregnancy, John, it's, you know, this has to start with the parents to prevent teenage. As soon as your, your daughter starts menstruating, to teach, educate the child at school at home to please take contraceptives. It happens. It happens. Your child can get raped. And then, 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 then moral instruction. Doesn't mean because I feed you on, on, on the pill or contraceptives that you must go out and, and have a good time. Moral mm. education starts at home, at the school, and in your church. All right. It's the only way they're going to avoid teenage pregnancies. Sure, in Durban. Thank you very much. Let's go to Colin in Cape Town. Hello, Colin. Good morning, good morning, and your guest, good morning. Do you know, the lady just mentioned now. It starts at home. It's the parents' duty. It's their duty to bring the children up and teach them the facts of life. It's not the duty of the school or the nurses. It's the parent. You know, John, I worked for government department for many, many, many years, and I met a lot, a lot, a lot of Africans. And, you know, I was quite shocked to hear we were having a conversation one day and these guys come from the Eastern Cape. They work here in Cape Town. And we were talking about various things and so and so. And they, they mentioned to me, once a Kosa girl menstruates, she is fertile. She's ready 
to have a baby. That's our culture. I said, we know it's impossible. Yeah, this one's culture day. So, John, I don't know if it's a culture thing or what, right. but we've got to get to the root of this. Bye-bye. Colin in Cape Town. Uh, Dr. Sibu Kaseni, Tlomo, Deputy Minister of Health. Parents' involvement, uh, how, obviously extremely important. My plea, John, is actually complemented by the two callers from Cape Town and one from Wazunatatu. It's a decision that must be taken at the level of parents through school governing bodies. I was actually happy, John. We went to another school and we talked about this issue. And then the school governing bodies chair stood up and said, if this is what is happening to our learners, we need to begin to address it. Now, it will be individualized. That school, that high school, that primary school, school governing bodies, parents must actually say these things are happening. It has not happened to my daughter today, but it is happening in our school. What are the things that we must share with them? That The last caller is actually saying, I say, if you tell the young girls, once you menstruate, you are at high risk of falling pregnant. Therefore, if you want to avoid until you finish medical going to university, these are the following things that you must avoid. We should be allowed to go that far and talk about those issues, not to that individual Nancy young girl who came to our clinic and got that advice. We should begin to share this information broadly in high schools, in areas where it matters most. Teenage pregnancy, the high risk. Look, uh, this is a matter that I would think the two, the two callers are agreeing that let's get parents to be, to lead. Let's become a, an agenda item in school governing bodies and really discuss this matter. And by the way, some of the callers are, 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 are these two callers are correct. Uh, it, it is not a widespread problem across all racial lines. You can tell where the majority of the teenage pregnancies is taking place. Uh, they probably certain parents, particularly white parents, sit with the children and advise them to say, please avoid this, that, and the other. I do not want to say what is happening in the African child. There must be something we are missing or there's something that we are not discussing or there are certain factors that we are not pulling out as actually being the cause because you can desegregate the data. You will tell where majority of these teenage pregnancies are taking place by race. More calls. Malasela is in Limpopo. Go ahead. Morning, uh, John, uh, and to the deputy minister. Well, teenage pregnancy has uh, many, uh, many aspects uh, to look at it. But then I think we should be honest with ourselves that uh, we were once uh, the youth of South Africa. We, went, we were once young. We too went through such uh, incidences where uh, you are tempted to, 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 to engage in intercourse. But then because of parents, because parents, teachers, the Department of Education, the Department of Health can only do so much. But then it's up to an individual on what do they decide. Yes, there's peer pressure, but then you have a, a, a well-functioning brain to say no to a situation that you don't want. Unless, yes, it was forced onto you as a woman or as a young girl. But then to a certain degree, we should also talk to these people. Because there was once this young girl, she was trending on TikTok, um, whereas she was on this podcast uh, stating that at the age of 15 she was dating this DJ, at the age of 16 she's now dating this guy. Now, is it statutory rape but, or what yes. is it? Yes, like, it is. It's simple as that. You can't have sex with somebody under the age of 16. Why is the one under the age of 15 doing this? Like, let's all be disciplined from both parties. Like, the, is, is, is it something that she doesn't want to do? Is it something that she, she mm. likes doing? Um, is it the parents that are uh, uh, encouraging her or maybe the parents are going against it they want to physically uh, discipline her but then they can't because of the laws of South Africa but then 
sometimes let's also look at these children and talk to them and understand from them that when you're in class, when you're with your friends, when you're wearing a short skirt, are you comfortable? Is that what you want? Why do you want this? You understand? Maybe a little angry there, Malasela. What she wears does not matter. She can wear anything she wants. Uh, before we go to Lengelo and Tutuko, uh, what's interesting, Dr. Sibungeseni Dlomo, is at no point have we spoken about boys. We've spoken about girls and contraception for girls. Why are we not talking to the boys and men that are obviously impregnating yeah. the women? Yeah, John did not advise me how long he's going to keep me here. <laughs> but let me attempt Let me attempt this one. <clears throat> There was once a campaign in the country in 2016 <clears throat> uh, led by our president at the time of the deputy president called She Conquers. We wanted to say young girl because um, nothing matters most than you looking after yourself. Create a plan for yourself. I don't want to fall pregnant. I don't want to have HIV. I don't want to have this and that. What do we do to support you? Yes, we lagged behind in terms of taking a boy child into those programs. Hence now we have learned on this new uh, young program of young people called Zikalaganjani, we are introducing elements that are focusing on young people on young boys too but let me say this uh, 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 which is something that also has opened our eyes we should have really done a 14 year old girl called it statutory rape or no statutory rape a 14 year old girl is not made pregnant by another 14 year old young boy not at all because she this young boy is not matured to that level of really producing this and that and spam so the girls mature so Older man, whether he's a 22-year-old or a 29-year-old, is an older man who already has got this relationship with a younger girl, and hence, unequal relationship, no use of a condom, cannot even negotiate those issues, even if you get into that space. So we have been talking about this to say, maybe let's empower strongly young girls, girls, teenagers, to say, be on your own, be strong, get supported from families because you cannot rely on your partner who is usually older than you in terms of discussions going forward. Uh, Doc, are you able to hold on? We've got five callers. This is obviously a very rich topic. Are you able to hang on and we have this conversation? <laughs> now we've got me on air. You really if you, if you, troubling if you me make somewhere it, else. Make up a story that you have to go somewhere, Doc. We understand. Okay. <laughs> well, you can take one more call. One more call, Doc. Okay, thanks. All right, let's go to Lengelo Zulu of our teenage pregnancy in KwaZulu-Natal. Lengelo, hi. Morning, morning, um, and good morning to Dr. Mungsen Lomo. Um, I think there's yes, one other factor that hasn't necessarily been touched, and that's TV and how over-sexualized the programs which are playing on TV currently are. If you go to Netflix or any of these other channels, you just realize that they seem to be a strong pull towards the whole notion of sex self meaning that the content which is there is overly, overly sexual to a point where there's a normality about it when originally within the African culture, within our country, that hasn't necessarily been the norm. Now, what that does is that whether the community is doing right, whether the school is doing right, you now have a highly influential environment, which is the TV, influencing our teenagers also towards um, this particular normalization of early sexual activity. So I think that's just one thing that I've looked at which hadn't been touched, which is also a major, major factor. All right, Longello. Uh, last word from you then, uh, Dr. Simungasini Dromo. I'm very glad, John, that most of the callers were talking about this issue of involvement and the lead by parents. But let me, add, let me end by saying, 
teenage pregnancy is a very risky pregnancy from the medical point of view, very risky. We would want to see those teenagers who are pregnant and assist them to make sure that they deliver, because it's a very difficult labor. Now, this is why there's a discussion, should we or should we not report as a healthcare worker, this 15-year-old who comes into our clinic? Yes, you could, maybe, and we do report to parents, parents confidentially, child uh, consent, here, let me give you this background. As to whether we should, as the healthcare workers, open up cases in the police, not really at this stage, because what happens to Nancy next month, who's going to fall pregnant again, and they suddenly shift from coming into our facilities, pregnant and get assisted. So let's discuss this as a society to say, don't push it to healthcare workers, go report to the police, you found a 15-year-old in your clinic, this and that. Because next month, other girls who are in this same plot will not come in, and yet it's a difficult, difficult pregnancy. And we are going to have in, a lot of children who will then be dying because they were actually not attended to during their pregnancies. All right, Dr. Sibugaseni Dlomo, thank you very much. Keeping you an extra little bit, Deputy Minister of Health. We'll keep on the phone calls, though. Obviously, a big topic at 28 minutes past 8 o'clock. Let's go through as many as we can. Ntutoku is in Newcastle. Ntutoku, good morning. Uh, yeah, go ahead, quickly. I see that I, we, we understand that the parents have failed. Let's agree to disagree that the parents have failed. But now the department can see that the crime was committed here. Yeah. A 15 year old, a 14 year old is pregnant. Can't they do anything? They're just going to raise their hands in the air and wave them that the judge don't care. Because they, they have the details of the mother. They can go to the, to the parents' home and find out who impregnated your, your, your 14 year old. They can't just sit back and relax as if nothing happened. I blame them as well. As much, they are blaming, as much as they are blaming the parents, I blame the department as well for just letting people go unpunished for doing a crime. It's wrong. And Dugo, I tend to agree with you there. Jay is in Cape Town. Hello, Jay. Oh, hi. Yes, um, I'm sorry to be a bit controversial, but the thing is that, you know, men actually walk around with a weapon, and you know what it is. And um, the thing is, can't they teach the young boys masturbation so they can leave the girls alone? I'm not trying to be disgusting. I'm just trying to be practical. I'm on your side, Jay. I don't understand why it's all about the girls. But nobody, even when I address the doctor, it's, it's, yeah, boys this, boys that. It's boys that are, and men that are doing this. Because many, you know, the amount of women who are raped in this country, they don't even put out the, the actual statistics. It's far below, and the number of cases that ever go to court is like something like one percent, mm. and half a percent get prosecuted or something. It's ridiculous. All right, Jane, Cape Town, yep, men walking around with a weapon. Frank in Peter Marisburg, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, there is a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. The community has got a, a big role to play when it comes to protect the teenage pregnancy or to protect our girls in our community. There is no other way that you can tell me that a, a man can leave Devon to come to Peter Marisbe just to impregnate a child or from Cape Town. The men are in our community. We have to identify those people who are doing this. And to do this, we, the parents have to trace their girls, have to trace their, their children. Where where is your girl child? Eight o'clock or nine o'clock has gone to. But if we are not playing a key role as being a parent and tracing and you know 
who is a friend of your child is will be able to defeat this. But otherwise, we shall continuously having more teenage pregnancies. The parents know your child. Who is his or her friend? Sometimes we, we get our children, they go to, to, to someone who drinks. Maybe your girl child is 14 or 15 years. Is going to, to play with someone or to chat with someone mm. who is 30 years or 25 years. Control your child who is a friend. You cannot associate with someone who drinks. And sometimes uh, we expose our children to drinking liquor, our parents, ourselves, when we are drinking. You want your child to taste. So our friends, even sometimes when they, 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 they let's say, it's, um, they, were cel- uh, they were celebrating the mat- uh, matric uh, yeah. this year. The, 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 the matric uh, celebrators, when they are going there, They've got a mentality, oh, I've, I've completed the writing matric. When they are there, as being a parent, you did not know yeah. who is your uh, your child, your girl child is with. All right, Frank. Frank, unfortunately, we need to move on. Frank, thank you very much. Let's go to Maswabi in Bloemfontein. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, my beloved man. I totally disagree with the latest speaker. Yep. So, uh, uh, all right, let, let, let's go straight to dog. Uh, this SGB thing, they are making it difficult for our public school to run effectively. Why don't they scrap up those uh, SGB and teach their children? And I don't know, uh, we're no longer taking uh, politics in our school. We must enforce. If you're 14-year-old girl or 12-year-old during the puberty, they must just force them to take contra- contraceptive until they, they, they reach 18 years. I'm a young force parent. Them. Force, force yes, them, is that what you said? Them. Enforce them. Enforce me. I'm a young parent. i got the three-year-old girl. I'm going to enforce that. That uh, politics will not come into my yard. All right. I don't want to see uh, my, my daughter being pregnant at 12 years old. And I cannot blame anything. We cannot blame men. Men are men are like that. The one who's <laughs> taking a burden is a girl. We must protect the girl and enforce contraceptive until she reaches 18 years old. Then, after 18 years old, she can do whatever she want to do. Maswabi in Bloemfontein. Let's go to Kandisa. Hi, Kandisa. Hi, John. How are you? Okay, go ahead quickly. Good, man. John, man, you know, I'm very worried here because you are talking about our children here. Look, John. MEC and ministers, they went to hospital and checked these babies. They get that uh, there's a 14 years, 13 years a child who is uh, pregnant, who is going to deliver a child. And I ask myself, we have nurses, we have doctors there. Why they didn't? Because parents did not report this matter. What the department has done? You see, it's very different ourselves, if we, when we are ministers or the MCs, wrong is wrong. It's either the parents must be arrested, all of people who are involved in that child must be arrested. Because we cannot allow the situation that a parent does not report a matter when a young child is, is, is pregnant and they take him to hospital. In the hospital also, Yes, they complain only to say we have five, fifteen children who are pregnant. Right. What action they could take us 
parents. They are parents also, those people. Candisa, thank okay. you. Thank you very much. What are you arresting the parents for, though? Will there be child negligence, maybe? I don't know. And yeah, it's it's that boy-child mentality as well. Nobody's talking about boy-child mentality. Is it Louis in Clarkstop? Hi. Yeah, hi, John. I must say, I really enjoy your, the way you present programs. Thank you, go ahead. With. But I want to differ from you when you say girls should be allowed to dress as they please. Yes. The, the thing is, you know, we human beings, we are the most highly sexed of all the primates. Mm-hmm. And clothes are specifically designed to be uh, sexually provocative or to make the, the girl or whatever look desirable. Yeah. Now, I think it's the same as drinking. One expects people, girls included, to drink responsibly. Why can't we then expect them to dress sexually responsibly? It's, Why should Louis, they be allowed Louis, to dress Louis. provocatively and then the guy is blamed <sighs> for responding in a way that we are designed to respond? Louis, if you've seen a girl in a short dress, have you raped her? No, no, no. You haven't, but right? No, no, no. That's Stop. That's the, the end of the conversation. No. That's, of course, that's the point. No, it's not. It's not because both of us are perfectly sober and we are now sitting coolly and calmly speaking over the phone. But if you're in a pub and there's a lot of people around you and there's a lot of heat and a lot of excitement not and everybody's been drinking, I'm not going to rape her. And the girl walks in there and she's pro- provocatively dressed, the guy's going to respond to it. Louis and Clark, stop. Girls should not be allowed to wear clothes. Apparently, the, the uh, Deputy Minister of Health is still on the line, Dr. Sibungaseni Glomo. Doc, go ahead on, on those calls. Yeah. Yeah, someone is expecting me the other side. They're keeping me holding in. So I wanted to listen to this debate, but okay. maybe in the next minute or so, I'll, right, sh- go, I'll, go sh- I'll shut down. Uh, one, uh, I would wish that, John, we get time to come and say, as a department, what are we doing on teenage pregnancy and addressing issues of a boy child? Let's get that. So, so we don't seem not to be responding that about that. But number two, there's a caller that says that we are not doing anything. We're just leaving it. No, we are doing what we can, but we need a societal leadership. As a Department of Health, we have issues here that we are raising, and we want to actually be led and be supported by the society in these issues and therefore I think we need to agree that uh, this item becomes an agenda item so we are doing what we can and that report by MECs in various provinces it was just a highlight was they happened to visit Christmas babies but we see this every day so we have a program that we need it work every day this is just a highlight that we picked up John because mm. all our, polit- our political uh, champions in provinces were in the hospitals and they picked up this but we see this every day and therefore we must have a program that addresses it not just on the christmas day new year's day every day we're having this program that we are really addressing all right i'll talk to lebo lebo is the producer of kg show at the moment so i'm sure that he's listening to this and will more than happy give you a little bit of a long morning time Uh, okay that was dr sibu gaseni glomo who's uh, postponed a call so that he could talk to us thank you very much deputy minister of health